The flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. So this is the Flogcast for season 2016, our fourth season on the Flogcast. This is the first episode. The shit dumper Starburns from Richmond is here, and I'm joined by proud player sponsor of James Aish from Collingwood, Morgan Ashley. I think I'll prefer to be known as Queen Morgs from now on. Queen Morgs? Yeah, thanks. I'm a Republican, so... Well, well, well Penal's going to be a little bit left out because we can't have two queens on the show. Oh, no, I'm all about the world, so I think I should be Queen Morgs. And the loudest member of the West Coast Boo crowd, you just heard him there, Bender. Yeah, thank you for having me. From Melbourne, our reigning Bay 13 MVP, Benoit. Hello, how are you going? Mr. Moral Victory himself, Cookson. How are we all? The biggest fan of our intros from North Dan. Do you like referring to yourself as the shit dumper from Richmond? I like doing this because it gets us started every week. If there's nothing else, at least you will complain and we'll have something to go on. Yeah. All right. And, and joining us for the first time since season one, we have Bay 13's very own hall monitor from the Bulldogs, Boyd Show. Hey, Fifey, how you going? Starburns now. He hasn't been Fifey for years. <laughs> we, oh, oh, well, I'm still creepy, so he can be Fifey. Yeah, but I guess before we get into the recap in the off-season, anything particularly interesting? It's been three months, I think, so anyone want to add anything about the th- last three months before we get into the recaps? There's been a lot of coming and going from the bay. Yeah. Did we... we've, had, we've had a lot of new additions. You're talking about and... Gary Lyon or something else? Oh, yeah, well, I don't know. We've had a lot of, a lot of new additions to the bay. And um, a few yeah. exits, so it's been the changing of the guard. I've liked the new additions just quietly. Every last stinking one of them. <laughs> All of the Bennies have been quite enjoyable. Indeed. It's been a nice change to the scenery of the bay. Let's jump straight into the recaps, and we'll begin with, well, one story dominates everything that it has for three years, and it's going to for at least another year, Essendon are guilty. Did anyone actually think this was going to come down from the cast? I'm shocked to be sitting here. Guilty, yes. Yeah, no. Honestly, with the way it had played out, I didn't think Wilder were going to come over the top. I thought it was all going to be words, but wow. I thought they'd do the whole six-month suspended sentence. And it would yeah. just be like, you know, forgotten about. It would just be like, oh, you can't, you know, no off-season or whatever. Yeah, like basically, or oh, you've served at last off-season kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. They they, why they don't play around? They, they don't play around. They're not. This was Christmas for the Hot Topic board, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. Water essentially, they went in dry, then they donkey punched us. It's really, I mean, I didn't expect a year, but it was. Oh, it, was it was beautiful. Really they was. constantly fought, and all the Essendon supporters who were like, oh, we won't get suspended. It'll be fine. Water's a joke. 
Oh, you just got <laughs> fucked. Oh, yeah, I, I did a lot of reminiscing of posts that were posted like a year or two ago from posters <laughs> that were all claiming that, you know, this is nothing, we'll be fine, I'm going to laugh at everyone on the Hot Topics board when we're all <laughs> innocent. And then I just start liking all these posts. But, yeah, it was highly enjoyable to see the carnage that followed. Admittedly, it was a lot less gooey, I think, than it would have been a year or two ago. It's unearthed a lot of tards from the Essendon board, I think. It's unearthed a lot of non-Essendon tards too, like most of the Hot Topic board, really. Everyone on there must be so happy the players are appealing because they get to talk about it for another year. Now they get to debate appeal processes. My friend knows this guy who... I once um, took an online law class, so I can know everything. Yeah. <laughs> you can have banter but not slander. I follow Chris Kayes on Twitter, so I know all about more stuff. Yeah. Hello, strategy. But yeah, there were a lot of aspects to this, and I guess the most enjoyable or the most hilarious thing in the entire Fallout came with the top-up players. And I think everyone can enjoy the fact that we are going to see Ryan Crowley again. I predicted this. I made a thread about it before the he was even yes, you signed. Did. You, you, you really deserve a Flogstradamus tag for that, don't Probably, yeah. yeah. Convicted jug cheat goes to Essendon. The irony. And not just that, he happens to be a dirtbag. It's like, you can't ride it. It's like, he's going to Essendon. If he pinches Boomer in Boomer's 400th or something or other, Bigfooty will explode. It's just, there's so much potential. And I really wish Goods hadn't told him to go and get fucked. Because could you imagine the Essendon circus of band players Captain Goddard, which we'll come to, pointing at people whilst Crowley pinches and whilst tagging and Goods gets booed. Imagine him playing in Perth. My God. <laughs> <laughs> you could hear the boos from Melbourne. It's it's going to be funny because because Frio posters have, have stood by him for however long talking about how everyone would love to have him on the team. I can't wait to see them shit the bed when he fucking comes over and, sh- and pinches 500 times. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, oh, like, yes, this is true. Not there's anything wrong with that. I get the feeling that he'll get shitted on if they use him in that capacity this year. Oh. As good as he was, he had a lot of help playing for Freo. Yeah, well, he would just, he'll get bullied around and Goddard will shirk responsibility. He'll tell Darcy Parrish to protect him. I know, it's just fucking funny seeing Essendon sign all these shit players. I mean, wouldn't it make sense to go for, you know, someone who's like 25 years old and can actually run around instead of like 30-year-olds? They're a bit limited. It's pretty slim pickings because just about every other club's rookie listed them already. This is the thing. If they got banned in November, they'd be able to have a good crack at the rookie draft probably or the national draft, you know. Jack would have been at Essendon for sure. Yeah. You know, who else? Oh, Farron Ray. Farron Ray would be at Essendon. No, Ray Farron. Ray Farron. Yeah. (laughs) And they got Grimer. Yeah, they they pulled Grimer out. Oh of the... God, he's got he's got no spine. That guy. I don't know how he's going to. Well, neither do Essendon. That was a really weird one. Like I understand Crowley. I understand James Kelly. Like Gr- Grimer, spokes. when he's up and running, was always part of North's best twenty-two. But his back was so stuffed, and and it was part of the reason why he retired last year. I mean, he he just couldn't keep going. I thought it was he retired because he got said mean words on Big Footy. Oh, yeah, he took aim at people on Big Footy and Twitter at his farewell speech at the BNF. It, that didn't sit well with the player sponsor people on the Northport that got <laughs> invited to the actual BNF. <laughs> Does anything really ever sit well with the Northport, though? It would be much better oh. if they sponsored him. <laughs> 
I'm just uh, hang on. How did how did BF posters get invited to the? Were they like rent a crowd that they needed to fill out the uh, fucking? They won part, part of the. Um, when you sponsor a player, you sponsor a player, you get like invites to the B uh, various other things and in a place. So, so is, is Mor- get... Morgs going to go give um, Aisha a rub down? <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that what she wins from that? And last year, I got to go to the president's lunch for one of the games. Oh, okay. I, I, I didn't realise this. That's nice. I want to sign Melbourne Melbourne the bitter. No, were, it was Crown. Oh, bloody da. Mm-hmm. And we didn't even win. <laughs> and, and this year we play West Coast, and that's when our President's Lunch tickets are for. So, oh, can't wait for that one. Fuck. The, the Grimer one was weird. Like, I understand the rest, but Grimer's just, you know, I think it's weirder for him. Like, if Essendon could get him, well played. But I don't know why he would come out of retirement to play for Essendon when he could play for North. Like, admittedly, it's money. too late. But... More money? Money. He, he'd get base wage at Essendon, wouldn't he? They're all or nothing, surely. Surely Essendon's better cap. than playing local footy, which is what he was going to be doing. Was he going to play local footy? Yep. I, I thought if his back was fucked, he wasn't going to play. Well, you know. Wait, he could have made more money playing local footy than at North. It depends who's playing with bloody. I guess if you, only, like if you only have to train like two times a week for That's a couple true. of hours, yeah. it's not going to put too much stress on your back. But if you're having to live the athlete life every day of the year, then I don't know. Mm. I mean, he's apparently going to try and do this now, playing at Essendon. And you have to give Boomer piggybacks. And... Mrs. Boomer, that's probably what calls it. Ooh, that would kill nasty. someone's back. <laughs> that's why his back's fucked. <laughs> that was his rookie hazing, and he's never never been right since. See what they do to the young shit players. And I'll maybe watch some North Grand Final. And um, the only thing Cameron Mooney did on the day was carry Anthony Stevens on his back after the game. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's not like, because he didn't touch the ball at all. He made him carry him around all night. Anything else on the... Did you guys watch the ABC interview with her? Biggest nothing interview I've ever seen. It was crap. It's just Essendon could have accepted, like, NRL clubs. Like, we bash them because they've run quite incompetently half the time. Well, they, they fuck dogs and stuff and bubble and they do really dumb things. The shittest NRL club, Canola, even they said, yeah, we'll just roll over. They got, what, three weeks suspensions? Yeah. They're essentially the same as Essendon. I mean... Which is what they, Essendon got booted from finals for anyway, basically. The egos in Essendon cost them so much just because they couldn't admit saying, we done goofed. Yeah, and as a Turned out the players left off the supplements on their Rosada form that they were getting given anything. It's just like, oh, like how fucking thick are you when this comes out to play deny, deny, deny when you know that you didn't write on your forms what you got. It's just no, like... Dank was not at our games. Did that yeah. play a part in yes. the penalty that they received? Yes. Them playing funny yeah. buggers when they... It when played they... not only a part in that, it played a part in... Convicting them, and did the players do this on their on their own accord, or did the club tell them to do so? Well, the story is the club told them, "Don't tell anyone what you're getting, because the other clubs will do it as well." And the players just assumed this meant, I don't know, was don't write it on the forms, or maybe the club told them, like no one knows. But for shame, Essendon, for shame. The players either way didn't write down what they were given and deliberately left it off. Which well, didn't is... um, that so McDivitt guy that say that only trusted, one player? So write down that they took vitamins or something. But one of them did write down the vitamin. Did oh. write down that he had vitamins, which made the others all look dodgy as well. Ah, uh, was that Spike? It's no, probably it has... Jake Carlisle. He probably wrote his. I had pre- another listen to his SEN interview, and he's just made himself look like a complete dick. 
Like he, he went after Remus pretty hard, who has now been vindicated. You know, we knew what we took. If you didn't know, you must have been asleep in the meetings. Basically, not quoting. My favourite part of this was the fact that Spike was at the Giants and then he got banned. He walked out to take him for training and Dave Matthews had to come out and say, uh-uh. No, no, Spike, fuck off. You can't coach him either. Off you go. Yeah. Sorry, you can't even go here. You might might be retired, but you Take your vitamins and do it. Did he walk off like staring at his feet and like kicking the ground? (laughs) Peanuts music playing in the background. (laughs) He hasn't said anything publicly since, has he? I think he made one statement. What did he say? He said, whoops. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, the evidence automatically that could have argued for them was dismissed because they lied. And then it also killed them on the, the other thing, the discount. They didn't get a discount. So it hit them twice on that. There are some people that think that Carlton's... Drafting penalties, they're still feeling the aftershocks of that. How long do we think Essendon are going to feel the pinch over this whole... It depends on how many players fuck off and don't come back. Because draft pick-wise, they didn't get whacked as hard as Carlton. Mm. There's also players maybe wanting compensation. So they won't be able to to fund the flight plan anymore. That's (laughs) going to be one big shed that they can't pay off. Well, they try and draft the father-son in 18 years. It's got three arms. (laughs) That'd be handy. Ha! Boom. Oh, if only I had me can. But there are a lot of aspects to it. They're going to appeal, obviously, which I guess at this point, why wouldn't you? They've got nothing to lose, but they'll have to serve the bans because the funny thing is, if they did, if they appealed, they could get. And a they full got stiffer penalties. Yeah, they could get a full two years because <laughs> they wouldn't be able to claim backdated or something ridiculous like that. So they will serve time, even if it does get overturned. But my favourite part of this is how the, the big white knight, the silver fox, Mick Malthouse. He's <laughs> come to save the day. He's come to oh, save the day. Batman and Rob themselves. If he wasn't done <laughs> fucking Carlton, he's going to come in and fuck it. Like, Essendon are pretty fucked, but... He has to be getting a payoff from Eddie saying, all right, can you fuck Carlton up? Can you go and fuck Essendon up some more? No, Seriously, what could his motivations be? This is so ridiculous. Like, Batman and Robin will save the day, guys. Like... You and Butters are fucking ridiculous. You are past it by so far. The only person they need is Butters if they want someone to just train them. Like, what What are you bringing to the table, Mick, to take 60%? Diet. You're fucking... He's going to cook. He's going to teach him how to diet with the barbecues. And he's gonna oh, God. What a flog. Do you reckon Essendon's paying for all that? What, paying the million dollars that they're asking for? <laughs> yeah, Paul is absolutely loaded. He's basically a billionaire. You know, it would be yeah. chump change for him to set up a bit of a training camp. The concern is whether or not they're actually allowed to, to yeah. do that. It's, it's a weird thing because he won't be an employee. I know Jake Carlisle. Surely you can't pay someone to assist suspended yeah. players. I mean, that would be under the guidelines. Well, that's where this could get really messy. If there's actually proof of that, then this could go right back to the courts again. Go back to brown paper bags. <laughs> Could you imagine if Essendon got done for drugs and brown paper bags in the space of a year? Oh, but I'm with Morgs on this. What the fuck is Malthouse going to teach you? Does John Warsfold really want Malthouse coaching his team? Malthouse just wants relevancy. He's an egomaniac. He's like, oh, can I be back on TV? Oh, can I save the day? Does this mean that Daisy Thomas is going to eat a tainted steak so he can train with the Essendon players now and play kick to kick with Mick? Oh, is... fake dad. Oh, he would love that. <laughs> He's asked Carlton to bring fake dad back. Isn't it? <laughs> Just so he can kick before the game. 
But Essendon and I are going to have to pick some young players, and you know they'll be able to fast track Laverde's development, so he'll go even further. He's already a star, Laverde. Starts <laughs> the polls board. What are they going to do with um, Watson's Brownlow? Well, they've squibbed the decision. They've postponed it again, have they? Mm, because the appeal is pending, so they've managed to hold that off for a little while. They're looking while soft. Over do this. they think that we're going to forget? But they're probably going to discuss every single outcome possible. But they can't let him keep it. Just take it away. It's becoming a farce. Best and fairest. It is not fairest if you are convicted of using substances. It's ridiculous. He can't keep the brown light. I don't care. If you give it to Mitchell or Cochran when no. you find him, I don't care. But you can't give it to Watson. Watson has to lose it. Whether you reaward it is a different story, but you can't let him keep it. It's either Lance Armstrong's Tour de France jerseys, which never got given back, or it's a gold medal. Yeah, he Olympics kept on his. It goes to the next person. Talent gold Yeah, they kept his, but on the records, it's not awarded, not awarded. But that was because everyone was on the gear. Um, <laughs> they couldn't find a single rider. Yeah, they, they, well, they went through, like, I guess everyone who finished in the top 10. And they were all on drugs. Was just like basically was all on nice. drugs or suspect. So <laughs> they figured even if they give it to the only clean guy in the top 10 at that time, five years' time might say that he's still dirty. Anything else? Heard suing the insurance company. Everyone's suing everybody. The lawyers are the only ones that are winning. <laughs> you know, James sued people for no reason. And then the insurance company didn't cover it. So what was James' solution? <laughs> I'll sue them. That's what you have to do in these sort of situations. You throw enough mud and hope that you'll stick to somebody and you'll get something out of it. Sue everybody. He's just like the gambler chasing his losses. He keeps losing and having to pay costs, and the insurance company won't, so he's like, I'll throw all in. <laughs> he was, he's already been all in. That's why Tanya's all out. That's oh. just been stupid again. And the house was in a name. Tanya, we're throwing in the typewriter in the pot as well. <laughs> I also find it funny that Goddard's now captain. I mean, because oh. he winched and bitched so hard at St Kilda for one extra year at a contract. Really enjoying that extra year now? Goddard, aren't you, you fucking cunt? No, we're not better here on the vlogcast, guys. Mm. It's just funny. He winched and bitched all 2012 about it or 2011, and it bit him on the ass. Enjoy golf, Goddard. Yeah, fuck you, Jay Schultz. <laughs> yeah, Levi Greenwood, I hate you. <laughs> it's all right. Poor Piggy hasn't played a game since. He's Nathan Freeman. It. Bender, Griffey, you got anyone? Oh, Griffey's got a whole someone. dude up his side worth of players. I'm good, mate. I'll save it for later. Not no Cullen Ward. I, I can't even, I can't think of anyone. Yeah, that's, that, well, I had to settle for Jay Schultz. Yeah. He hasn't been at Richmond for almost a decade, I think. Ben Cousins left, Bender. Yeah. He was more forced up. Yeah, left is one way to put it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ben McKinley. <laughs> yeah, he, he was a pickup. That Selwood guy? Oh, yeah, Scott Selwood. There we go. Yeah. Great to see the back of you, Scooter. Yeah. West Coast was so shitty to lose him. <laughs> it was very funny to see Goddard captain, like especially after what Chapman said about him. It's just like this guy's going to be the captain next year. He's going to be pointing at people. And... Carlisle punched him in the face during training last year. <laughs> Chappie's sort of hit the nail on the head with what he said because ever since he said that, Goddard had to sort of defend himself a few times publicly. Well, I think it's very much smoke and fire. People yeah. see Goddard, Chapman says it, Chapman's on the inner sanctum, has no reason not to lie about it. Yeah. You know, that mud's going to stick. Is it possible for a Geelong player to retire, not be a bit of cunt and come out and abuse everyone he ever played with or against? <laughs> like, how about you just fade off into obscurity like you're supposed to? I think it's because they're bitter that their dynasty wasn't as big as Hawthorne awesome, because they never went like, back-to-back. I'm to sorry, back. guys. One, three, 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 three,
no dynasty. None of them leave gloriously either. They all fuck off to another club to play one year of nothing football. Like, even Kelly and Stokes are getting the top-up years at Essendon on top of Chapman there and Stevie J at the Giants and... Kids. Anything else on Essendon? I hope we, we're going to touch on the lap before round two. That's pretty important, mainly because I want to steal someone else's joke about the whitey whackers with the pretzels, <laughs> just people throwing syringes at the players as they go past or something. Would all 34 players actually be supporters? I mean, Essendon supporters probably don't like Kyle Remus. They probably are not the biggest fans of Paddy Ryder. You know, after everything, it's still probably Kyle Remus' fault. <laughs> He's been the most honest player of all of them. History will remember Kyle Remus is the mastermind. He was the whistleblower. The guy that took down a football club. <laughs> not, not even just like took down a minnow, like he took down a big four. Hold well on, mm. Kyle. <laughs> but no, the lap of honour. It's just so bizarrely Essendon, though. It really is. Uh, is Heard going to be part of this lap? Like, it wasn't actually stated. I'd probably like the North Koreas probably have a giant photo of Heard just going around. <laughs> Who's the lap for? It? It's for the band players again, a lap. It's for the 34. Oh. The standby of the 34 or whatever. Is Side gets like to go in it? <laughs> Does Ryan Crowley get to go in it? I would like to know if, if my uh, clenbuterol duo are involved. When you guys <laughs> mentioned Lap of Honor, I thought, okay, this must be for like Dustin Fletcher or something because he never got like a farewell. Well, it is for Dustin Fletcher, but who's with, involved? With, it's with all the other guys that got banned. Oh, no, no, come on, that's absurd. It's acid and Dan. Nothing is as absurd with acid. It's just so many legs to this. It's like you're going to give him a Lap of Honor. They're lucky they've picked Melbourne. Could you imagine? if they picked a bigger Victorian side to be playing. Have the AFL approved it? They can't, surely. I think it's just more more murmurs or anything or ideas from the the hardcore Kool-Aid drinkers than anything else, isn't it? I think Essendon want to do it, but no, I don't think the AFL have approved it. Like, admittedly, they're in a real weird position because the players want to do it. The AFL probably won't have the balls to say no. Won't they be in breach of their suspension if they're actually... No, they're allowed to go to games. But they're they're not allowed on the ground. They're not allowed in the rooms, but I think they can sit in the car. Yeah, if they're on like a hovercraft or something, They'll be fine. Yeah. No, well, no, they played for Essendon, not Carlton. <laughs> Okay, I thought they might have stolen it, you know, it's a <laughs> drug-induced, you know, haze or something. So the rooms lead from the car park, so they're going to be escorted because you know if you ask them, they'd lie. <laughs> Whilst we're giving laps of honour to other dodgy Essendon people, roll <laughs> out Mr. Aaron and Bombers 03, and <laughs> they're on the float at the back. It's like a, a giant penis or something. Bombers fan 4000 spitting on people when he's talking in the back, you know, hanging yeah. off the float. But anything else on yeah, Essendon or the lap of honour or the top ups or Malt House? How could you call it a lap of honour? It would just it be, a, be a lap of honour. A lap of shame. Yeah, lap of shame. Lap, lap of, shame. of shame. You have that chick from Game of Thrones with the belt. <laughs> yeah, and the they're belt. Dra- dragging rocks behind them. Rocks are tied to them, like in the stonecutters. Shame. 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 If it's Game of Thrones, does that mean we can all pelt them with random shit? Because I hope so. Yeah, spitting and, and throwing of items is encouraged. If that happens, it's going to be another sort of close to the line whether they're allowed to do that while they're banned. And I reckon Essendon so arrogant they're going to keep doing stuff like this this is the thing they still don't comprehend what they've done the gravity of it all their heads are still in the sand like every time they take two steps forward they take one step back and this is basically what that is every time they're getting on the path to going all right we understand we fucked up we're going to take our hit
then they take a step back and go, but we want to give the players a lap. Mm. We want to keep training. We want to do this. Yeah. I mean, would the players at other clubs, would those clubs even allow those players to go to Essendon? Because I fucking wouldn't. If I was St. Kilda, I'd say, no, just stay away. Like Carlos. Yeah. Why would you know? go when he's the most positive thing he said about Essendon recently is this club is fucked? I would let Carlisle just do whatever he wants. Same with like Ryder. <laughs> just, I mean, Ryder, well, Ryder and Monfries can train together anyway. Yeah, they wouldn't want to be there. It's just those other players at clubs weren't even bother showing off. These guys are supposed to be all year round, every day, professional athletes. Surely they can just keep fit on their yeah, own. It's a long pre-season, basically. But they know it's what all... to do. These guys know how to stay fit. They know what they do at training. Why can't oh, they Are just... we going to see Ryder moving a bit of diving into his game if he's <laughs> going to be spending so much time with Wanfries? On the <laughs> players and the bands, the top-ups, once again, another angle to this is Koshy's melts that the Puffers won't get um, any top-up players because Essendon do get the 10. Oh, whoa, man. Yeah. Poor Koshy's. I get that they didn't know Wanfries was a drug gear when they got him, but they took Ryder full well knowing what might happen. That's the risk you take. Yeah, exactly. They got a year out of him. That's the risk you take. Bulldogs got two years out of Cramery. Their whole argument is Essendon have more players on their list now than Port, but that's because takes many players and rookies anyway to start with. Yeah. Where are my top-up yeah. players? We've gone two years without two players. Where are ours? And we didn't pick them up. They came that way. They came with Clem Buterol in <laughs> We didn't pick up name drug takers. It was negligent of you to not put them on the Swanee's guy. Said they can't afford it. We can't pay them the same amount as Swanee. We tried to tell well, them to stay clean. They hopefully stay they'll learn their lesson and they'll get the pure stuff next time. Mm. I hope that's the case. But in the meantime, where are my two top-ups? They're in the freezer. Top-ups are overrated. Yeah, these are just state league level players. Players that you're not. Yeah. Oh, I'm aware. I'm... It's just funny to watch. Koshy cannot let this go. We love a whinge at Collingwood. We love to feel like, hey, look at us guys. We want to be fair too. Like, we haven't said anything about our two top up players. Shut up, Koshy, you dick. This is just pork screaming for oxygen, isn't it? They're puffing up. I mean, we knew the risk. I mean, we're just getting acid in the pay for the contract. That's what you can do. Yeah, well, maybe they're just posturing for that. But, you know, they want a Ruckman to replace Ryder. You know which Ruckman's probably the most available at the moment if you really want one who's been in the system? It's Robbie Warnock. Cameron Wood. Cameron Wood delisted. I thought he's Carlton's number one ruckman now. He's still he's not still on the list. Don't say that. He is. No, he, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he is. Warnock got the flick in favour of Wood. They have Cruiser <laughs> and they have Wood. Oh, I love you, Carlton. I love you so much. <laughs> this is the other thing, and I guess we will come to it at predictions time. But you know, Carlton have a list in such bad shape that Essendon are not a Monty for the spoon. Let's go to the next one. This is an off-field story, but Gary Lyon and Billy Brownless. Oh. Well, by the sound of things, they had sex with everyone but each other. Ah, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm hearing it's it's Gary and one of Billy's daughters. Uh, it's his wife, isn't it? Ah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the wife's covering up for the daughter. I That's think cool. so, uh. too. I said it all along. I don't think it has anything to do with the wife. KP agrees. It is Gary Lyon with his hairy junk in one of Billy's daughters. Wow. Oh, look, I respect what you're saying, Morgs, but I'm not sure throwing KP into the... <laughs> and you wait behind what you're saying. This is a guy who dresses his cat. Can we take this guy's opinion? <laughs> no, nah, but I agree. I, I think there's a good chance there's something There's something more to it, isn't there? What would it be like with Gary? It'd be like getting it on with Chewbacca, wouldn't it? <laughs> Get burned out there, too. <laughs> <laughs> 
some people do anything for attention, and those two are Jose-level attention whores. Wow, wait, doesn't this just sum up just about, like, every preconceived idea about Gary Lyon? That is a cocaine addict child. No, I'm not a fan. I can't think of anyone who actually goes, geez, I think Gary Lyon's all right. You know, he's always come across as, you know, the smug cocaine fiend, humorless toolbag on the footy show who takes pot shots at Melbourne, and then whenever he does something that fails, like a point kneeled as coach, he backs away as soon as it... Has the coke rumour sort of been around, has it? Yeah. That's true. Oh, yeah, that's been around for real. Oh, I've never heard that. Okay. Everyone on Channel 9 is on coke. Everyone goes everything after yeah. the scandal's broken. Oh, yeah, I knew Gary Lyon was a coke. As someone pointed out, it was very interesting writing in the Herald Sun that they said Gary Lyon's career took a nosedive. Uh, <laughs> gone off the rails. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> stepped out of line. No, <laughs> Robert wants to come out of bash like lying on Twitter or something. Yeah, that's the other thing I've noticed. There's been a lot of media outlets that just don't like Gary and have used it as a means to get a bit of oh. bonus points. And Mark getting. Robinson, if you think this is you going against the boys' club, piss off. Like, he just, oh, he wants one up on him now. So he's oh, yeah. kicking them at every opportunity. It's like... The fat kid in school can finally attack the cool group. Like, piss off. Yeah, I did hear part of that story. What's the thing there? Like, apparently Hutchie's talking about Robbo trying to be in the cool group. It's like <laughs> Hutchie, Hutchie's saying to Robbo. You know, cool. I think there's always been a bit of animosity between the two, and they've always <laughs> thrown barbs at each other through yeah. the media. It's fucking Hutchie. This, this is the guy who hung out in bins to... Yeah, yeah. Hutchie's like the, like the school equivalent of the guy that's got his first car and he can drive everyone around. That's the only reason why they're friends with him. He's not one of the cool group because he's cool. I don't understand. How did they work their way into this group of football players? Like, Hutchie and Barrett have literally leached onto this group of guys and they just let them hang around. You're right. He's hanging off the cool kids like fucking Jose and Survivor. It's... Give <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so it Jose is the Hutchie of the Bay, is he? <laughs> <laughs> the real issue here is having to listen to James Brayshaw host the footy show by himself. I don't know get through the season. Lol North. It's going to be a, just a podium for him to, to go full north all over the place. You mean like Eddie Maguire when he was hosting? Exactly. Anything else online and brownless. Like, normally this isn't kind of viewed this way, but I think a lot of people, as was pointed out, are happy to sink the boots into Gary Lyon. Is the mental health thing a smokescreen or is it legit? Because it, it seems to be a get-out clause oh, for a lot of AFL identities. Well, Buddy took mental health because drug use is mental health. So in Lyon's case, that would be mental health. Now he's got Jeff Kennett coming out, flying the flag for him and saying that he was contacted by Gary last year and that he does have an issue and that blah, blah, blah. Feel sorry for him. Where? But either way, I just think that it's a sad situation and I, I feel sorry for Bill. I feel it's not, for Bill, It's yeah. not sad if, if the whole mental health thing is just one giant smokescreen to avoid I know, I, I still don't feel sad for Gary, I think. Oh, and better. he's never been one to take responsibility. He takes responsibility like Heard does because, as I mentioned before about the coaches thing, he appointed Bailey, he appointed Neil, and he never took responsibility for those appointments when they went pear-shaped. He just took pot shots. He's never been involved at Melbourne, really. He's always kind of been the guy who says that he wants to help but never does anything. Never the one to get his hands dirty, unless it comes to his best mate's wife. Daughter. Maybe just one finger dirty. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't know. Oh, it's that, it's that hairy. He wouldn't know. Let's move on to the Carlton Fat Club. 
What's this about? This is about Yaren and Menzel apparently being so overweight and unfit for the new clubs. They both don't play for Carlton anymore. Yeah, before they got blasted for being unfit. They actually have a fat club for the ones that stay. Yeah, they have a fat club for the ones who aren't fit. <laughs> is Whitnell running it? They it... <laughs> could Sam Rock. I said the goalkeeper. So they don't have the barbecues have anymore. Yeah, yeah, like this is the thing. This is what happens when you have barbecues after every loss when you can't get a lot of losses and you, you support us <laughs> on a diet of free hands. Sam Rock is running it, surely, because like, he's goalkeeping coach. They've got no forwards left, so now they've got him running Fat Club. And <laughs> if you are the fattest person of the week, you get to wear the training hat. <laughs> <laughs> if you can pry it out of Andrew Walker's hands. If it fits your head, you get to wear it. So who's in the Fat Club? I don't think they ever mentioned anyone by name, but certainly they're shaming them. It's fat shaming, according to uh, Waldron. The guy who did the St- Melbourne Storm cap breach reckons they shouldn't call it Fat Club. What should they call it then? Well, I don't know, but apparently Fat Club's bad. Like, Carlton can't even name their disciplinary group well. I'm assuming this is a an initiative by the new coach. He wants his players fit. I mean, there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. I mean, he's not fat. I never said he was. I'm just saying he wants his no, players I'm, I'm to just be saying fit. he's leading by example. Yeah, exactly. Unlike the old coach who let them eat snags. Who do we think it would be in this fat club? I think Daisy Thomas have to be in there. Clem Smith, guaranteed. Yes, oh, Clem Smith was going to be my first one as well, yeah. Murphy eating too many pink sticky buns. So maybe it's the four GWS players yeah. that they got. I reckon Burgess could be fat. Liam Jones. Liam Jones. Oh, jeez. Does Henderson still play there? No, he's at Geelong. <laughs> he's at Geelong. He's under Hawkins' wing. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> He'll be joining a fat club with Motlop in no time. Yeah, speaking of fat club, why don't Geelong have a fat club with Hawkins and Motlop? And, and Clark. Clark. <laughs> oh, so you have to get your skin folds under. You have to be less than 12% body fat and improve your running time before you get out of fat club. <laughs> Is that the rules? Yeah, there's, there's been 10 players in the fat club. <laughs> That's a quarter of the list. Yeah, most clubs have their own arbitrary standards, but this change at Carlton saw its worst point this preseason, 10 players in fat club. <laughs> <laughs> That's the amount of top-up players at Essendon for perspective. What have those guys have been doing during the off-season? As of last week, the number had trimmed, pardon the pun, to one, and that player was expected to also leave the fat club. By the <laughs> that has got to be Clem Smith. That <laughs> it one. has to be. What's the penalty for being in the fat club? <laughs> You're known as the guy in the fat club. You only get to eat avocados. <laughs> you get fat shamed. <laughs> when there's a, um, a training drill where there's shirts and no shirts, you have to be in the no shirt side. <laughs> <laughs> you big fatty. Vegan options at the barbecue. <laughs> oh, those ten were in the fats and the skins, so we used to be like shirts and skins. You have to play Santa at the club Christmas party. <laughs> shirts and skins, so they have the shirts and the fats. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to eat an Easter egg now. I'm going to Fat Club. (laughs) Carlton, you fucking never disappoint me. (laughs) Anything else on the Fat Club? (laughs) Oh, I love you. Are we going to have a Biggest Loser Carlton edition? Carlton are the Biggest Loser. (laughs) (laughs) The next season is uh, not Biggest Loser Families, it's Biggest Loser Football Clubs. And uh, Mick and Butters have applied to be the training coach. <laughs> this services have been offered. Oh, gold everywhere. Hey, wait. Benoit's here. Carlton need to get Sylvia in for fact. <laughs> I think he's a lost cause. I don't think any fact club's going to save that. So On the website, there should be senior, like, the Carlton website, there's senior players, there's rookie list. I want to see fact club list. <laughs> And I want to update it regularly. I thought they get their own team photo. Honestly, an adjustment in the mascot, Captain Carlton. He wears the muscle suit. Put him in a fat suit. <laughs>
Let's move on from the Fat Club. We'll go to we'll look at the NAB challenge. A few things have happened, not too much, but instead of discussing the games, there's a couple of talking points from that. And I guess we begin with from the Richmond Frio game. Did anyone catch Hayden Ballantyne on the phone? Yeah. Like on his mobile or fucking thick are you after last year when the dogs players got done for the bet or bulldog? In his defense, he must have thought that because it was a practice game that he was allowed to, to use it. No. I mean, have the AFL publicly said... They're investigating. No, I mean, prior to this, have they said that players are not allowed to use their phones in practice matches? Well, you're not allowed to use your phones in a game because of gambling reasons, and you, you can bet on the NAB Cup, so it's kind of... It goes without saying, doesn't it? It, just, it looks like an honest mistake. I don't think there's anything sinister behind it. You know? Who is he calling? Is he calling Gandalf to get him to <laughs> pop down and make his hammy better? Give you calling Fat Club. <laughs> I was thinking there was a Fat Club joke. Looking <laughs> <laughs> for his next session with Butters and Mick. Getting talking about the fact that it's been managed to lose by 10 goals to Fremantle and they still didn't score over 100 points. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fair achievement. <laughs> okay, I will go into this. The thing that's delicious is we're seeing highlights from their forwards in the preseason. And I really loved how they were talking about how Pav looks like he's got his spring back in a practice game. I thought, well, Pav looked like that for the first eight or nine rounds of last year. And how did that work out? Who mowed him down on the wing, though? Did you watch the game? I watched it, but I in the second half, I was like, why the fuck am I watching this? Yeah, no, fair enough. There, there was there was one point where he, he tried to take on, I think it might have been Ellis, I don't know, and for about 10 metres. he got run down. Yeah, he just put him, he ran straight at him and, and tackled him. And he just looked like he didn't, yeah, he'd lost his little bit of speed there. They did get the false hope going a little bit, though, from the key forwards. Like, does anyone really think Tabin is going to kick goals? The season, no. and Walters playing through the midfield made me laugh because it's like, hey, we've got a guy who kicks goals. What should we do with him? Yeah. <laughs> in the middle. That's you know, that's the Ross Lyon way, isn't it? Isn't like oh, well, we're going to draft a full forward and play him at fullback? Yeah, basically. Well, this guy kicks goals. No, no, we can't have that. Let's put him somewhere where he won't. <laughs> as I said, as far as if you want to be on the flogcast, Fremantle need to kick goals and not be boring as batshit. A hundred points couldn't do it in the nab against Richmond's twos. Couldn't do it when Pav supposedly played a, a pretty good game. But moving on. The other thing about the NAB that I did find quite amusing is Eddie's suggestion about bringing back the NAB challenge and offering an automatic final spot to the winner. No. You would have teams just tank for the whole season. Well, Carlton won the NAB and the Wooden Spoon one year. That would be farcical. Yep. Just, what the fuck was Eddie on? He's been on Gary Lyon's white powder. <laughs> You can't just keep coming up with good ideas like getting rid of cola. <laughs> have some funny ones in there, some zingers. Eddie needs to be in Fat Club. There's a good idea. That's, that's just that's rubbish. Yeah, that's not his best idea. No, there's just so many things wrong with that idea. I just don't know where to begin. Like, that's Essendon giving their players a lap level of bad. Oh, it is not. It is. It's not celebrating drug takers. But it's just as dumb. It's it's just as dumb. Eddie's Maybe talking. Oh, the man hosts a radio show. He has to fill it. He's just. Didn't he also have that wheelie? He doesn't weird have to fill it with dumb ideas. Things. Yeah, he doesn't have to put that on. If he wants to fill it, he should get someone with some personality alongside him instead of Luke Darcy. Say that again. Darcy thought it was a good idea. <laughs> I, I bet he did. Someone else said it, so Darcy agreed. What are the odds? Darcy loved the way he went about it. Anything else we noticed on the nab without going too deep into results? Oh, I'm not sure if anyone checked it out. The Collingwood Intra Club oh, was made for great viewing, and you could have watched it because it was streamed live. Oh, I must have missed it. Sorry. Mm-hmm. You, you must have missed that, Dan. What a shame. Mm-hmm. Was someone commentating it, or was it just shown? 
Northern uh, Lights, were you forced to watch it? <laughs> we went. We went and watched it. They played our song because we, we won. We beat ourselves. They played our song ten times up. It's not even joking. It was ten. Ten times. There was no one left in Sporting Precinct. Just NL and I sitting there going, is this going to keep going forever? Like, what the fuck is going on here? Ten times they played it. Someone obviously pressed repeat on the oh, iPod. They would bring in the cones and, like, tidying up the ground. It must and- have been one of them... YouTube 10-hour loop sort of <laughs> Anyway, whilst we're on Collingwood, we've got a couple more things to discuss about Collingwood, and I guess we'll begin with, did Jeremy Howe play, or did that Frisbee injury keep him out? Yeah, that damn dog and the Frisbee. Uh, no, he didn't play. Trelaw well, didn't play. Is that, is that the worst injury excuse ever? At least like... he didn't have sex with the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I suppose yeah, not investigating him, so that's good. What a ridiculous idea. It's like thinking you could get away with that. That's like how Mitch Robinson fractured his eye socket or whatever it was in a fight and then tried to say that he did it on match day or at training or something. Anything on Howe's frisbee injury or... Yeah, what no. was that all about? He, he played cricket and broke his finger and then tried to say it was a frisbee accident. Ah, mm. no idea. lost their minds and Neil Baum's like, I don't even care. There's a lot of players that play suburban cricket during the yeah. off-season. Why do clubs allow it? Geelong encouraged it to try and get fat lob out of fat club. <laughs> <laughs> they encourage it because I guess you can't get too injured playing cricket, you know? Apart from your fingers, I guess. But you're not likely to, say, do your knee playing cricket. Well, I mean, when you're facing a hard-level ball, I mean, you can break your fingers, you can get hit in the head, you can hit in the arm, you can dive for a ball and do your hamstring. If I'm a club, I would be telling the players... Uh, no cricket. It's actually not classified as a dangerous pursuit, though, whereas um, there are a few other things that are. You can't play certain things and you can play others. It's like the skydiving. Or, you know, I would rather the players playing cricket than, you know, doing what Ben Cousins did. I would or rather the players color. not play cricket at all, purely. Yeah, but they've got to do something. You can't... They can play backyard cricket with a tennis ball. Does someone want to check out how many North players play off-season cricket? Boomer Harvey played a charity game, didn't he? Yeah. Did the he? Ponting's thing, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Boomer's playing cricket, Dan. Well, that's very... Uh... He's just trying to get away from Mrs. Boomer. <laughs> yeah. No, he shouldn't be playing cricket. I mean, he's. you could hit him in the head and still get LBW. I mean, he's... <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, I just... The players would have freedoms to restrict, I mean... No, I, 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 I get that. I mean, you've got to do what you got to do. I mean, mm-hmm. they're allowed to play basketball, too. Oh, lucky, because what else would the rest of our players do? They all think they're fucking Jordan. Yeah, but if you're playing recreational, sort of, non-dangerous, sort of... Well, they're sport, not playing man. district cricket, man. They're playing, like, park cricket. You take it pretty easy. Yeah, but they're still using a hard-level ball, though. I mean, it can still... It's not a grenade, Dan. Yeah, it will bruise you, but it's not likely to... What happened to Hal? He dropped the catch, because obviously it's bad technique if he's not jumping on top of someone's shoulders. Okay, so injuries do happen if you end up playing yeah, sports jump. during the off-season. Yeah. Boomer Harvey nearly got nicked by a chainsaw doing the gardening. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to stop him doing things around the house, yeah. you've you got to draw out. I'm going to wrap him in cotton wool. I'm talking about, I'm talking about sports during the off I'm not talking about um, I'm a- mundane sort of gardening or doing... But seriously, these guys, when they're away from the club, they have to feed themselves and stuff. This is how Carlton plans it up in Fat Club in the first place, man, because the club weren't giving them their food. Put the food blended into like a paste and you just... Actually, the players feeding themselves. Luke College had Lightnese and all the salary had salmonella or something on it. Yeah, so he probably lost a lot of weight. Yeah, it's surefire way to lose weight quickly. Yeah, he's never looked slimmer. And, you know, if he made a mess, he could just wipe it up with his jumper. (laughs) 
Uh, would Mary got the runs and sent? Yeah, if that's all we've got on that, we'll move over. We've got Benoit here. What about Heretia in Africa? Oh, it's such a Heretia thing to happen. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't held at gunpoint, so we can all be thankful about that. He hasn't changed his name again, has he? Uh, Maybe that's yes. why he couldn't get it. He changed his name and his passport didn't help. <laughs> the club gave him some leeway. They understood the situation. Probably would have been better for us if they just held him in the Congo. What's, <laughs> what's, to be honest. <laughs> what's going on with him? Well, I don't know. He was there for a wedding or something. I don't know. I think he had an issue with his visa and they wouldn't let him in, so they sent him to Kenya or something. Oh, it genuinely it happens all the time. Passports and visas not matching. Yeah. It's a non-issue. Is that because he, he put a line through his surname and put Mandela on the end? <laughs> so when he got there, they, they wouldn't let him in. Have you been happy with his output at Melbourne, Benmar? No. In, in word, he's been shit ass. Um, yeah. He was terrible he has, last year. He doesn't so. look like the player that he was at, at Collingwood. Um, oh, Contraire. <laughs> Contraire. He looks exactly like the player he was at Collingwood. Yeah. But he, he did oh, have. I'm he probably had, referring yeah. to more 2010, 2011 sort of heredity. Um, to be fair, he did have ankle surgery on both his ankles over the off season. I presume that's because he gets his knees up so high around <laughs> his ears that the pressure that he puts on his ankles when he runs is just so extreme that they were worn away. So we might see the 2010 Heretia this year. No, he should ask, and that's what he was when This is the question I didn't ask. Is he doing anything to improve the positivity around the club? Yeah, he stopped speaking publicly. Yeah. If he stayed in the club, he would have improved the Bringing in a beanbag, having group meditating sessions. I'm thinking, Joe. Everyone gets to sit in the thinking chair. It's been very good by Melbourne because we haven't heard from Harry, so they're doing a good job. Yeah, they've managed to keep him quiet, which I think is half the battle. Yeah, Bucks couldn't do that. What a shit coach. I know, we are so bad. You guys remember the fair? Well, speech he had at Collingwood's BNF. Everybody remembers <laughs> that speech. I'm the prince, prince who laughs last. Laugh. That, that, that was what he was on his visa, Prince. <laughs> Just the symbol. <laughs> <laughs> they asked him to perform Purple Rain and he couldn't. So <laughs> Let's move on. Do we want to discuss at all Chopstick Gate? It's a while mm. ago and it didn't amount to much in the end. It's just Dusty being Dusty. Dusty being expect. Dusty. It was Dusty being Dusty. But I did find it funny that he couldn't remember a thing that he, supposedly he was that shit-faced. He couldn't remember a thing that he did. And he kept going to the toilets. That was the other part of the story. He kept disappearing to the toilets. Oh, yeah. When you drink too much, makes you need to go to the toilets. Piss a lot, yeah. well, he found out the cops were coming and he flushed down all the drugs that he had on him. <laughs> so I wouldn't waste him. You're kidding. He would have downed that shit. No time. There's no way he's flushing. So was he walking around with the chopsticks? Is that the thing? Like, was he using it, like, to line up his... He, was using he, it posed, he posed for a photo with someone with the chopsticks in his hand. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. He was he was railing with them. Yeah, just a really bizarre story. So do you think it's a cover-up or do you think he actually did act in a way that was... I think he probably acted like a dick, but clearly not in the way she said. You know, you, you can be an intimidating dick without saying you're going to kill someone. Yeah, if this, a lot of half-truths in this story, if, I think. If, if this was a rookie player or a non-best 22 player at Richwood, this... Um... I think we'd have probably slapped him with more than a suspended fine or whatever the fuck Wow, was. so there's a different set of rules for... There's a different set of rules for all sorts of players. There's no What's secret. That? Do you reckon Sorry. if Jake Carlisle or Harley Bunnell were a different player, they'd have been dealt with differently? No, I see, no, I see what, you, what you're saying. Mm. It's, yeah. you know, Andrew Lovett versus Stephen Milne. 
No means no, guys. But yeah, nothing else on that. I couldn't really care what Dusty does. I mean, no. I, I, if he's playing decent football and he doesn't go the way of Ben Cousins off field, then yeah, yeah just sharp as yeah, shed. All trolling aside, because it's pretty fun, especially with the injunction and all that sort of stuff and Buddy Franklin. I couldn't give a fuck what they do, just as long as they're not yeah unraveling. Or hurting anyone. Just don't fucking rape people. Don't murder people. Don't bash people. Please, just... <laughs> Please don't, don't, don't rape people. <laughs> <laughs> don't murder this anyone. Is a, this this is sounds like the St. Kilda list. <laughs> 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 You're rattling off all the things that St. Kilda players do. You could get a job as a counsellor at St. Kilda, Cookie. <laughs> yeah. don't, don't stalk anyone. There's a, there's a big list there. This is St. Kilda. No, no schoolgirls, no photos, no... Yeah. If you're doing it, just know if it's... I don't think that's the right thing to say. Anyway, Dennis Cometti stepping down. Do we have anything on that? Thank God. <laughs> you say that now, but just you wait till Hamish or Basil. No, I've got a thing for all... I can't stand commentary. I think commentary in AFL is cringeworthy. I can't stand it. I agree. Is this why you're so keen to do more live episodes? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, well... The old Fox Footy channel had a, a red button option where you could oh, actually just, yeah you could just listen to the crowd. I don't know if any of you got the EPL. They do it best. They have one guy calling the game and nothing but the game, and you have one other guy giving expert comments. Yeah, but half and the it's... EPL ones are just as retarded when you listen. But in comparison to the AFL... We have it pretty bad. The only thing I can think of that's worse is Nines Cricket. Hey, Brad McNamara. Oh, my um, God. Oh, a dirty rotten pizza. Dirty rotten spaghetti pizza I've heard about more more than I ever want to. Yeah. Do we ever do it in Australian sport? I think, no, they're getting told. To, like, Bruce McAvaney cannot be that homoerotic in real life. And you look at him from the 90s, he's... It's normal commentary. I mean, just they're being told by everyone, big dickheads. I have to say that. Oh, well, I, I don't think anyone's telling Luke Darcy to be a dickhead. They repeat the same sort of catchphrases over and over, and sometimes they get <laughs> off topic. Credit to Dwayne Russell, he happens to have eighty catchphrases on the go. <laughs> he made it somebody else's problem. Um, this is just on just on what you said about Darcy. It's like they have the they have the commentary team meeting, and they they tell everyone else to be dickheads, and they look at Luke and they say, "Luke, you keep doing what you're doing. Love you're the way you go about." Job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but do we have any decent commentators apart from like Comedy and Hudson? Hudson. Yeah, Comedy. Ling started off all right, then he started chugging Hodges goo. Gribus was the best. Yeah, the- yeah. I was going to say we've got to make the um the um, the Gribus call as well. Yeah, Sandy. Uh, I like Sandy. I like Jared. Yeah, Sandy's good. Jared's good. I used to like um Drew Morfitt. Let's go to the questions, and we'll go with one. And this is going to lead us into this off-season on the Bay. And this question comes from Kangaroos Forever, and he wants to know everyone's favourite Elias, everyone's favourite Benny from the off-season. I think AFL HQ's got a lot of potential. There was one all right thread, but I think it could be a real stayo, not just a bit of a, you know, sort of a come and go, like, you know, interesting for 10 seconds, like Risto. Yeah, I quite liked AFL HQ. What else have we got? Girl dogs, that was always very funny. <laughs> Did you just steal Morg's one? Thanks, Cookie. Can I have anything? Yeah, Gerdog's my favourite. I liked Hall Monitor for a while. Poor Jose ruined it for himself. For the four posts before he added himself. Oh, if you're going to make a Benny, just shut up. Don't be like, oh, hi, guys, that's me. Everyone pat me on the back. No, Jose. (laughs) The point is to be... Not surprised Morg's likes the alias that's taking the piss out of me, by the way. 
<laughs> Who else has got one that they liked? I quite like the appearance of Packed Brunch as well. Look, well, I wouldn't say my, my favourite, but I like, well, I'm, I'm astounded how many people think that High Flying Tiger is Khan the Tiggs. <laughs> they yeah. actually legitimately think that it's the same person. Well like how, how so stupid true. they are. That's what they <laughs> I also quite like Alfredo for much the same reason, <laughs> because the flog behind that does have the AMSAF floggery down pat, and people bite on that just the same way with high flying. So I guess people jumped in that boat. Any others? Anyone not have listed one? Are we talking recent or just all time? Uh, just recent, otherwise it'd be goo for me. Uh, yeah, I can't, yeah, I can't really think of any recent ones. I haven't ventured on the boat that much lately. Well, then you would have missed about 40 of them. Probably. Are they all in the survivor thread? No, no, no. no they're all a result of another thread, and we'll go to this off-season on the bay, and we're getting with thread of the off-season, and i got to say, it's DB Bonnies and Pack Lunch's <laughs> Benny Elias hunt, which has, instead of outing all the Bennies like they thought, has resulted in 40 new ones, none of which they've got right. And the absolute worst OP of all time. Like, fix that <laughs> shit. But there's tags, there's non-tags. There's just what's there's, the worst. There's, there's double-ups of groups. It's just a mess. It's... And none of it's right. Just none. No, I've actually been accused of about five bennies in here that I've got no idea of. And I'm obsessed. Oh, yeah. Oh, Someone Morgan Lights as well, don't they? Morgan Lights is funny for about the first five seconds. No, it was funny before it posted. Please lift your game. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm more than happy to make aliases of us. It's very funny. Like, the name was good. That was it. Yeah, Should I think that was – it had potential. I don't think it was executed very well. I know. I was just like, oh, please. And then I found out who it was and I was just disappointed. But I think the story of that thread was the best bit. They had their, they both had their own separate <laughs> ones and their own competition. And then the merge happened. Just and then I, I can't remember why the merge happened because they were arguing over it, over whose, whose thread was going more successfully. And Big JD said, you both suck. Let's put you together. It was like two polar opposite cops had to join together to become one terrible penny. And Inspector Clouseau sums it up too. Oh, Bender was Ray Finkel. <laughs> <laughs> no man, I'm not. I'm none of those. Hey, I was. Yeah. I promise you, I'm none of those. Like, there's a. There's oh, a, a I'm not that there's anything wrong with that as well. Apparently, I'm go you pups. Yeah, that thread's highly amusing. It's not worth reading through again. It's just for the OP and following the just the lols that come from those two. The inability to pick anything. Like they will seriously fall into a barrel of tits and come out sucking their thumb. They're fucking over. <laughs> Anyone else got any other nominations for Thread of the Off Season? Survivor. Surely. Oh, boring. It's been so competitive. Vox is saying she doesn't like it because she got no bit of yeah. pages and it had you got too done much in by Royals. about it. So I, I did not get done in by Royals. He'd already quit by the time I got done in. So oh, you got the so moral victory. I, reckon... I, I win because I'm still here. I reckon did Nat Fife is the first openly gay Oh, how'd we forget that? Yes. That was a properly oh, funny yes. thread. Oh, yeah. That wasn't going last time, was it? And rampant homophobia from the Frio supporters. And, like, it went to their team board and they lost their oh. shit over there. Um, some time off for Bender, it. you're a shit story with <laughs> And that was legitimate as well. I'm getting told that that, that was uh, planned or whatever by a lot of the Frio people. What was, that was the, my band? Like it was a preemptive band. Like I'd I'd contacted Stronzo and asked him to ban me, so it looked like I I was being some sort of martyr or something. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think about stuff that much. The funny thing is, the vlog that tagged you onto their board got banned as well, and I don't think it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, the Nat 5 thread's been great. So anyone got anything other than Survivor, Nat 5, or Elias Hunters? I'm going with a Nat 5 one. That got a lot of bots. Oh, I like the Elias Hunters. Oh, I'm torn. Boring. Yeah. I really like the content on Survivor, but I love the train wreck aspect of the other two. I, I just... mean, look at your current oh, avatar. You, you stole my, my Photoshop. Oh, no, Elias Hunters for the proliferation of bennies who else hasn't voted no good with that elias hunters definitely i'll go for elias the just uh, i think that's four on the elias hunters so elias hunters sorry bender honorable mention oh, it's okay i'll take the honorable mention i'm happy with that blogger the off season who do we have right i'd give it to man with no brain oh you stole it for <laughs> jill Mar comment jill Mar does oh According to Man with No Name, Jilmar deserved which. I'm not going for that. I'm going for just the whole general shit he posted. Mm. That was like a cherry on top. He was just generally insufferable and retarded. And thank you to, if he's listening, Marto, who found his Twitter account because we've been having a bit of fun with that over on TLC for the last <laughs> month or so. There are about four or five threads on general discussion aimed at some of the dumb shit he says on TLC, and that led to that comment he made where, yeah, he's quite severely rattled. But yeah, a he, he's a Mr. Aaron origin story in the way he creeps on Twitter. He's one knocked to the head away from going from um, Bruce Weird to Batmong. So he's a social justice warrior. Yeah, but actions speak louder than words, man. He's a creeper. He's a grade eight creeper. And the whole social justice warrior thing is just a really transparent act to cover for his creepy tendencies. Some of his tweets, though, from like a few years ago, oh. were just properly cringeworthy, though. Oh, you've seen his Twitter? Fuck yeah, I've known about it for uh-huh. a year. Oh, yeah, so yeah, you know what we're talking about then yeah okay. i've seen some snapshots that people who mm. posted on like reddit and all that and just wait his oh, tweets are on reddit yeah reddit and 4chan they've been ripping oh. into him he's bigger now, than what we previously yeah, thought <laughs> this is this is like when you discover that Sue's is known elsewhere outside of our corner of the internet that man with no names actually well covered wow, wow. He's like well and bombers tagged in that thing on facebook <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else got a nomination? Um, oh, it has to be Man With No, although most of it would be based on the stuff that he's doing on Twitter, but he just has this sort of um, need to want to start threads and just be a... Bail threads. Yeah. Just a... Chris Gale thing too, how Plugger and Marta rip shreds into him. Mm. Well, I think I think it sounds like you guys have got your minds made up, but I, I'm, yeah. I'm a big fan of Wigo. Oh, I think we should, in celebration, when round one comes around, give Wigo Flog of the Week, because that'll be the one-year anniversary of his melt that is, yet to, <laughs> that is yet to end. He's been basically melting since round one last year, I think. Or maybe even before then. I don't think anyone noticed till maybe round two. But, you know, he's closing in on 12 months. That's an impressive slow burn. It's a slow burn. Slow burn. Cookie's Revelation's just blown my mind there that man with no name's well known and of course he's got the turncoat thing with melbourne mm. well that's the other thing he has fucking memberships for melbourne gold coast gws and, and, and he posts on the melbourne board like he's a melbourne board he mentions it's... we and i a lot in on that board no mm. come on man no I'm creeping on melbourne like they're a twitter attention whore we'll take anyone's money but it's just, it's a bit... <laughs> oh, you don't even need to give any money and you can be a Bulldog supporter. Oh, here we go. It's taken long enough that Morgs has fired the Bulldog shot. Oh, I'm right that I've spoken about 15 other clubs so far. It's... We know you have a special soft spot for the doggies, Morgs. 
we know they didn't love you enough when you were growing up. <laughs> so yeah, I think Heck. apart from Wigo was the dishonourable mention. Anyone else for that? But I think Man with No Name is going to win it. Jade's deserves a mention for dropping in on the bay periodically, hanging sh- <laughs> people for posting on there, and then showing up last week and promptly getting banned after. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. We're sorry we spent our off season here and that you kept coming along. Indeed, <laughs> yeah. interrupt our party. We're sorry we're still here to talk to you when you came back. All right. I think that's everyone then. The last poll that we had was actually for the first Outtakes episode. We didn't have one for our last episode because I just forgot to do it. You're getting so, slack. You've done that the last few times. I've done that a few times, but I did do one for Outtakes number one. So who makes the best woman? 13% said Luke Beveridge. 8.7% said Mr. Aaron's cinema buddy. 34.8% said Jack Watts. And 43.5% said Nat Fife. Not there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> Predictions. This is fun. This is always fun. This is where we get to you know, make the calls that we'll probably hang shit on for the rest of the year, like North for the flag. <laughs> In fairness, there's only one person that does that. Hang on, I thought they were my genuine prediction. <laughs> oh. I down and All right, before we do that, though, we have a few cameo appearances to add their predictions. So we have Hadouken. G'day, guys. Paddles. Hey. Chappie UK. G'day. And joining us from East Geelong, we have Teach. I'm not in East Geelong. Decade. All right, so Morgs can go first, then North for the flag, That was, if that was correct. Um, the other ones we want, so we want a Premier, Wooden Spooner, a Riser, a Faller, and a Bold Prediction outside of that. Oh, look, I, I'm just looking at it, and I don't think that Hawthorne have any right to win four in a row. So I just looked, and it was, appeared so open to me, so I'm going with North, now or never. Um, Is and... Northern Lights holding a gun against your head? That's just... no, he, he would absolutely hate that I'm doing this, too. He would hate that I've put this... Oh, this is the same on. guy that hated when Teach gave us a B-plus last year. Yeah, oh, that was mediocrity. Funny, oh, please don't try to understand his logic. It just hurts your brain. Um, So I'm going with North, and, and I'm going with Essendon for the Spoon. Rises, I'm going to say Collingwood. Totally. And Fallers, I'm going with West Coast. And my prediction will be that Richmond and the Bulldogs do not make the eight. Hadooks. Yeah, all right. Premiers. Uh, God, it's probably going to be fucking Hawthorne in the, la- <laughs> the lamest four-peat ever. Like, seriously, no one will give a shit if Hawthorne win again. Even the Goo Squad are running out of goo. It's the, the Goo Squad will still be insecure about everything. and Well, they'll, they'll try and claim it matters. Oh. Nobody will give a shit. The Wooden Spooner, um, good old Carlton, I think, are going to want some more rise to the challenge. They're going to win, they're going to win the unwinnable Wooden Spoon? I think so. Yeah. Uh, they'll, Check the backyard. You don't reckon you're going to fail to win a game? No. That's the joke. Carlton are yeah. that bad that Essendon could have 10 players suspended. We'll still beat them. At, at <laughs> least possibly twice. But yeah, the big riser. Actually, St Kilda. I actually reckon they'll do a little bit better than people expect. They will push for the eight. The faller, Frio. They're going to drop off a bit. A bold prediction. Going to say Sam Mitchell retires early again. (laughs) With no Brownlow. Yeah, a bold prediction. Essendon will beat Hawthorne again. (laughs) In the new Big 40 service. (laughs) It will be spectacular. That would almost make the four, Pete, bearable. And imagine if even Carlton beat Essendon. Like, Essendon win one game for the year, but it happens to be the Hawthorne game. Where they're kryptonite, it's true. You could taint that premiership. (laughs) Yeah, never had to play Essendon in the finals. And in fact, that's the last four years. In more ways than one, you could taint the premiership because for the last three years we've been hearing about Essendon. It's overshadowed every single Hawthorne 
premiership and yeah. they might do it again. <laughs> they'll, they'll talk about the years and they'll say, oh, yeah, Essendon, not, oh, yeah, Hawthorne. Yeah. It's going to drive Essendon got done for drugs. Oh, and Hawthorne won a few <laughs> flags along the way, but nobody really cared. Yeah, much. who cares? <laughs> I'm going to go Port Adelaide to win the flag. Wooden Spooner, I'm going to Brisbane. Riser, I actually think Collingwood will rise this year. Fowler, sorry, Bender, West Coast. I see them going to about six. I'm not supposed bold, to call my answers <laughs> Bold prediction, I'm going Damien Hardwick to be sacked by round 10. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's the goo dog going to do about that? Fucking reach out, reach out the disco over heart attack. He loves him. No one agreed with me on that when I took it to the Richmond board last year. And then we lost the elimination final. And hey, there was a whole thread on it and a hashtag. There always is when we Yeah, but like when I said it, it was, oh. Oh, you were base 13. What would you know? <laughs> Can I change my bold prediction? No, it's set in yep. stone. No. Uh, I, well, it's I just want to add another no, sorry. To it. I, I think that this year Brisbane will have eight players when they're best and fairest. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mitch Robson's already captaining, so anything can happen off there. Eight players to win the BNF. And Tom Bell will be in it. <laughs> just as another kick in the guts to come. Fucking hits. And Robinson back to back. Yeah, back to back. Oh, back to back for the bin. <laughs> You'll get another upgrade. You go from the dumpster to the skip. So, yeah, Paddles, what, do you, what predictions do you have? My bold prediction for the season will be West Coast will slide. The reason why, obviously, last season they made the grand finals and not made the um, finals the season before. Had a, like Every player had a big season. I think they'll be the big faller. But yeah, you don't want to add anyone else who might slide. Since West Coast sliding is your bold one, do you have another slider? Or it doesn't even have to be a top eight team. It could be Collingwood sliding to the bottom two. Oh, that would be nice. No, I would say North as well. The big rise I reckon would be Geelong, Woodspooner, Essendon, and the Premier. Yeah, I'd actually say Hawthorne would go four in a row. Why not? Oh, jeez. Who's going next? I'll go next if you like. So I'd. Have... Bit round the other way, so I reckon West Coast for the Premiership. Well, I struggled because I could you could throw a, you know it could be six or so. It's pretty even up there at the moment. Wooden spoon, toss a coin between Essendon and Carlton, probably Essendon. So and toss a coin and everybody wins. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody loses there. Riser, Port Adelaide to rise. I think they'll they'll push for the top four this year. Fall, I've got North falling. Who would have thought? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're going to go over a cliff sometime. I reckon it's going to be this year. And bold prediction, Max Gorn is going to be your All-Australian Ruckman this year. Lock it in. Ooh, that's bold. That is bold. It's time. It's... It wasn't gone. Yeah, okay. So Premier have got West Coast. Um, you know, they were right up there last year without, you know, much of a defence really at all. Everyone down there was sort of sub-190 centimetres and they still got as far as they did. So I'm tipping them. Um, the Spooner Essendon have just got pretty much 10 of their best players and gone. Their, their top-ups will probably be okay for 12 months, but just their top line is just completely gutted that side. If they don't win the Spoon, then, yeah, whoever does deserves to be deregistered. The Riser, Geelong, I, I think um, their trading period deserves to be rated as highly as it was. They've sort of they've gone all out. Um, to try and get some real stars and have a crack at it. And I think they'll be up there in, in the mix and probably just in the top four, maybe third or fourth. Um, Faller, North Melbourne, um, they really fell into the top four last year. Yeah, like, finals and then an injured sort of Sydney side. They're all old as well. Yeah. Big youth. Um, 
you know, you know when a side's best players are their older players, they're not on the improved. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, North actually had a, a um, oh, an over fuck, 25. We got, he's got inviting. <laughs> 25, over 25, 25 versus under 25 team. Yeah, I know. Who would have thought North had any players under the age of 25? Mm. And then over 25 is one by five goals, mate. So. Hey, how old is Mason Wood, Dan? Uh, 21, 22. Yeah, he wasn't too bad on the weekend. How'd Kanye go? Got injured, you jerk. Oh, well, I, how was I supposed to know that? Well, if you watched anything. No, I, I watched Richmond and I watched Hawthorne Carlton, and after those two games, I decided I don't want to watch any more NASCAR. Well, North were actually really good on the weekend, so I'm just right. sure. Oh, is this still going? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. We didn't mean to interrupt. Go on. Oh, I did. My bold prediction is that the Bulldogs will be the runners up in the grand final. They've got to win a prelim. You do understand that, right? <laughs> I do, mate. Okay. I think, uh, this will be the year. Basing that on the fact that you couldn't win a final last year. We're pretty close. Well, that's close enough, is <laughs> enough, and that's the Bulldogs' way. <laughs> I'll go. Uh, Hawthorne will go four in a row. Wooden Spoon will be Essendon. The Riser will be Gold Coast. Uh, the Faller will be. Oh, fuck it. This is go with the Bulldogs. Um. And the bold prediction so. will be Jack Watts will be delisted by the end of the year. I think they're good predictions, and I agree with your faller. Oh. No, without without Cramery, and if Boyd doesn't come on, I just don't think that Dixon will be able to hold down and provide 50 goals that they'll need. So how, how do you make a grand final on that? Um, well, so Tom Boyd is 19. <laughs> and he's also a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> you know, how is it going to go next year? Maybe the fact that he's you know a year older with another preseason is a little bit better. Of course, yes. Is he in the fact that he's getting millions means he's going to be a good player. Doggy supporters no longer have the he's on 50k excuse anymore. No. So I understand he's done another preseason. That's great. How does that get you to the grand final? Because well, no one's improved between the ages of 19 and 20. Because uh, no, oh, you'd be fucking hard pressed to find a forward that's dragged their team to a grand final at 19 and 20 when they've Showing sweet fuck all beforehand. It's true. I mean, because it's yeah. all it's all fuck. we're missing. It's all we're missing and Cramery. We've got bloody Stringer and Dixon. We don't need another mid-sized player. We need a tall one to kick to. We don't need ten of them. We need one. Okay, so you're taking out you're taking out Cramery who kicks goals, and you're putting in Boyd who doesn't. Okay, no, I, I see how the logic is strong in this. I think that'll be Port Adelaide. Port Adelaide. I like it now. Port Adelaide of 2015 will be the dogs. So the puffer dogs? Yum. Bender. Uh, Premier, West Coast. Spoon, Carlton. <laughs> I predict them to fall lower than Essendon. Riser, I've got Port. Faller, I've got Crows. And ball prediction. Are you ready for this one? It's Tom Boyd. He's going to kick more goals than Jesse Hogan. So are you saying Jesse Hogan's going to have a year-long injury? Is it? <laughs> look, I'm, I'm just, look, I want to go with something that is, is very bold, so I thought I'd give that a go. And that counts VFL goals as well. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> but I'll back Paddy McCartan to kick more than Boyd. You're all going in the Tom Boyd deal haters through. <laughs> <laughs> Teach predictions. Okay, so... Um, I'm going to stick with my neck-out routine oh, and no. go with North Flag. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> you know, one time in 18 years, you will be right somewhere along there if you keep saying it. I've got to get it right eventually. So I'm sticking with North, sticking fat with North. The Spooner, well, you can't really go past Essendon, can you? But who's going to rise up the ladder? Well, they'll rise up. They won't get all the way to the top, but they'll, they'll, they'll be thereabouts. 
here come the catters. We'll be back in the eight, and we will be giving it a uh, a bit of a shake. And you never know, things go uh, our way. Luckily, we may get into the final four. You know, the last four teams of the year, but we'll have to wait and see. But who's going to fall? That's a that's a toughie. I will go with mate. I think the Tigers are going to struggle this year. I think you're going to get to drop out, drop out of the eight. No. Uh, I, I don't think you're going to go all the way down, but... What, you, you're not saying ninth, are you? Oh, <laughs> no, you, you go deeper than, than ninth, maybe, you know, 11th or 12th. So, yeah, I'm, I'm putting the moz on the Tigers, which means you probably finish top four. Um, and then something outrageous. You know when the coaches all get together at the start of the year? Mm-hmm. They're sort of like strategy. I reckon Clarko's going to lose it and start a Royal Rumble and, uh, and probably knock out four other coaches. <laughs> He's going to punch Brendan Bolton for turncoding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'll have to hit him in the throat so we can get rid of that squeaky voice. He might belt Brendan, but Brendan will still be smiling at the end of it. What do you got for us, Chappie? Uh, oh, I reckon the uh, I reckon the Swannies for the Premiership. Old. Yeah, they're a bit old, but yeah, I, I, they've got like Luke Luke Parker and all of that. I think they'll they'll do well if they can get everyone on the park. Are we going to see a mass Geelong turncoat again if they play Hawthorne at the business end? Probably, uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> it worked. It worked last time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the Spooners, I reckon the I reckon the the, the Lions, I reckon they're just still going to be shit. Oh, really? Yeah, I just sort of oh, whatever they played the other day in their challenge, they just I know they didn't have a lot of their midfield in, but it just didn't look good. Yeah, but yeah. they're going to have to really turn into a giant turd to be worse than Carlton, isn't it? it yeah, well, it could, it, it could happen, I guess. Yeah. They nearly finished below Carlton last year. Yeah, yes, people sorry. might, you know, people might rest rest players against Essendon and come a, come a, come unstuck and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so. lack of percentage boosting, you know, yeah. so Essendon's percentage will actually be better than it should be because teams play their twos against them. So what do you got for a riser? Oh, well, the Catters will definitely rise. Not sure where they'll get, but, yeah, it'll be yeah, maybe five or six, I think. But um, definitely come into the eight. And Paula, I think Frio. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I toyed with the idea of Frio. Uh, yeah, what's your, what's your weird and wacky thing for the year, Jack? Weird and wacky? Uh, I'm not really sure. But I think on the cat side, I think I don't reckon that Danger will be the highest recruit in our Best and fairest. That's my Ooh. bold prediction. Who, who would you give? Uh, I'll give others. one of the others. I reckon Smith or Henderson. I reckon. I reckon they're just Henderson. as pivotal for the cats. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon. I'm, I'm, I'm on his wagon. He's an exer, so he just he can't fuck up. You know, everyone that leaves Carlton just love, turns into a hero. So. I love that squawk. Henderson. Bud. All right, I'll go last. <laughs> Wooden spoon. I think Essendon win enough games to put Carlton there. I think yeah, they'll I, beat them twice. Yeah, and they'll I do. do it. Yeah. They'll beat no one but Carlton, but they'll do it twice. Essendon players will be stuffed Wait, by the halfway mark. The, the Fat Club will finish last. The Fat Club will finish last. The, the biggest losers will be the biggest losers. <laughs> the riser will be GWS. I think they'll go to at least the second last week of the year. The cool, faller cool. will be Fremantle. They barely kicked goals last year in the second half. Like, I don't care how defensive you are. Teams are going to figure it out. If you And Walter's going in the midfield? No, fuck that. Frio's going to miss the eight. Yeah, I reckon they can too. Fuck off those eight. <laughs> if Fife plays half a season, they're in real they're in trouble. They are. You'll get some very interesting uh, press conferences with Minting Roth. <laughs> 
eyes darting all over the place. And <laughs> Boring Ross likes this. Bold prediction, Geelong to finish bottom six. Nah, it won't happen. That is bold. No, that won't happen at all. I can't. No, no. Be bolder. That's not very bold. Okay, bottom four. Yes, bottom four. For the first time ever. Because never they not finish outside of the top 12. Well, bottom six would be lower than 12th. No, i, I got to go bottom six. There's too many shit trucks that will be in the bottom four. you got Brisbane, Essendon and Carlton already. That's only one spot left. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got Melbourne not um, playing Jesse Hogan all year. Yeah, so that's right. You're not caught up in the whole Dangerfield being a, a huge flow-on effect for July? No, I think Dangerfield will have a very good year. But no youth, no anything. They've got rid of... Stevie J was one of their best players. They got rid of him. Hawkins is kind of finished. They still have six Ruckmen that are all kind of... They've got a lot of tall players. And they're injured. <laughs> like, it's... Stanley. It's the same... It's got a tall club, like... Big year for Billy Smets. Yeah, it's, it's still have Billy Smets. They still have fucking Murdoch. They still have, you know, these fucking potatoes. And that only leaves the Premier... Doggies. You're being silly now. Yes, please. I, I assumed I'd get a better reaction than that. <laughs> Stunned silence, I think. Maybe that's why you didn't. Obviously. I've got another bold prediction this as well. This is where I go not biting fuck off. <laughs> All right, so that's it for the predictions. Uh, thanks, guys, for coming on and giving those for us. And I'm sure we'll see you at some other point during the season. Yeah, no worries. Bye. Yeah. Cheers. Actually, I've got no more bold predictions. Hugh Goddard to be rising stars. No. 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 Will of Verde. Be the best defender in five years. No. Although Jesse Hogan oh, bucked the trend points. last year, the rising star awards, like the Brownlow, you just pick a midfielder. From... I've got another bold prediction. Alex Fasolo to make the all Oh, come on. <laughs> That's it. that's more sillier than the yeah, well, we'll than see. the Goddard dogs, winning the Rising Star Wars. We'll dogs it's are a better squad. chance of winning it's the flag funny. than Solo making the All Australian team ever. Good team squad for the Prince of Perth will be in. Don't you worry about that. That's ridiculous. Where will he be selected? On the throne. The prince only sits on the throne. Queen Morgs is making royal calls. So we're back on the Solo, who's not kicked many goals, not got many disposals. Yeah, Cookie, you may as well have said that Jack Watts or Tom Boyd would be Thank in the you. squad or something. I said he was going to be delisted at the end of the year. That was my bolt. Well, now for Solo can be Australian, Jack Watts can be anything. You can be anything, guys, but just believe. Yeah. So Jack Watts can be a Hashtag positivity. You can be anything except fat. <laughs> except in fat club. <laughs> uh, what big scandal do you reckon will happen this year in footy? I don't know. No more dick pics, please. But I'm trying to think of what's something St Kilda haven't done yet. <laughs> like they've set fire and it'll be a St Kilda scandal. What will it be? Hey, we cleaned up. No issues off field apart from someone who will remain nameless. Apart from someone who we just pick up. Who... <laughs> Then... He was on the contract there, Susan. Something will happen. It's hard to imagine something when it until it actually happens. I guess when we're talking about St Kilda, you can't actually imagine what they're going to do until they do it. St yeah. Kilda, like burning the dwarf <laughs> and the schoolgirl, you wouldn't have been able to write no. these. It's a bit like South Park's take on um, Family Guy, how they construct an episode or a joke, just the manatees yes. in the ball pit. It's exactly like that. Dwarf, burn... Clinton Jones, yeah. Oh, St Kilda haven't fucked a dog yet like the NRL. Maybe that's what's next. <laughs> oh, can I make another bold prediction? Sure. It's got Why nothing not? to do with the AFL, but I think Morgs will appreciate it. Uh, it's got something to do with the AFL. <laughs> Joel Wilkinson will score a touchdown before Jared Hayne. <laughs> I'll back that. <laughs> I'm taking over. How will Tiger Nova feel about that? 
talking about hashtag Jaren Haynes mum. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, this was the forecast to start the season again, and we were a bit rusty in parts, but yeah, because hey, we're always smooth. <laughs> we're usually smoother than this. Um, we won't say it'll get better because it won't. No, we'll, we'll work it out. And we'll we'll shed the bullshit the same way Carlton won't shed the fat. What do you mean? Like, they're only down to one person in Fat Club. Is, is one piece of person even a club? Like, when it's just one, like, you just, the fat guy. It starts, stops becoming Fat Club. It starts becoming Clem Smith Club. <laughs> they're, they're fudging the Fat Club list like they did the salary cap. They're lying about it. <laughs> Maybe, like, it's only one player who's actually skinny and just typo. They've adjusted the, um, the threshold. There weren't enough guys getting out of Fat Club, so they changed what Fat Club was. They've moved the goalposts so that yes, they weren't exactly. Like... They've gone all hodgepodge with it. It's just like what Bender said about the cap, you know. They decided the cap wasn't enough, we'll pay you outside of that. We'll raise our cap, and that's what they've done here. It's like, oh, all right, we'll, we'll raise the maximum wage. Yeah, exactly. Is Morg saying they made the goals bigger, so, like, the fat people standing next to it <laughs> look, look the same size in proportion? And because they don't have any forwards, it makes it easy. They <laughs> tampered with the scales, so when you're not standing on it, it says negative 10. But anyway, this was the first one, and it will get better. It will. It will. The football will come and St Kilda will have sex with a dog or whatever it is that they do. And Essen will be Carlton. So, yeah, this was the first vlogcast for the season. Starburns joined by Dan. Yeah. Morgs. Adios. Cookson. I'm not going to Vat Club. Bender. Bye. Benoit. See ya. And for his first appearance in three years, Boy Dogs. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. Oh, we in a month. We'll see in a month. Well, we could come back next week. We could, but I don't think we should come back until Carlton have no members of Fat Club. Of course we <laughs> <laughs> so you may never see us again. We're doing a Royals. We're out. <laughs>